So anytime that I go to a wedding, you know, you'll see like the little advice boxes that they have sitting there. And I don't write a whole lot of advice on there. The only thing that I write is marriage, consistency, being intentional, intentional equals hard work. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Because really, that is the best advice you can give anyone. Because not going to sleep mad, well, mm, I, I don't feel I don't feel that that's good advice. It it is good advice. That's and and I have done that. I have you know made sure that we didn't go earlier in my marriage. But let's be honest. I mean, and I'm speaking for myself and my experience. I've got it the next day and continued. My argument, you know, right. because I wasn't done with right. it, mm -hmm. you know, so I feel like that, you know, you have to work, you have to work, like I can't emphasize that enough, that you have to be intentional um, every day, every day with something, mm -hmm. you know, even if you're in a really bad place in your marriage, um, getting up and trying. Yeah. Like, I, I think I said um, before, you know what? Compliment, find one thing. If he is doing two million things wrong, that he or she is doing one thing right, compliment that one thing. Build their confidence. And even when you're mad, and that's hard to do. Right. That is so hard to do when you don't even want to look at that person and you do everything to avoid your spouse because you're just not in a good place. But at the end of the day, you have to decide, do I want my marriage to work? Am I willing to work at this? Or is this something that I'm willing to let go? Even with all the things I don't like about him right now, am I willing to see this? Because if you don't begin to work on it together, you're not gonna have a marriage long. Because one or both of you are going to check out mm -hmm. and be, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. So I think it's very important that even in our bad places, even in our bad seasons, that we, we come together at some point and have those hard conversations. Because if you even want it to work a little bit, and I want it to work a little bit, We've got something. We've got something to build on. Yeah. But it's when you don't talk about it mm -hmm. and things fester right. mm -hmm. and fester mm -hmm. and fester. And every day Slow. you're thinking about this. Yeah. You're going to have a huge explosion at some sure. point. Yeah, because it builds up bitterness yes. and resentment. And, and I yes. know, well, we kind of like let it go to that point. Right. And, and like I was telling you earlier, it takes a lot of courage right. to do any of the steps that yes. you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Because not everybody is at a good state in your right. marriage. Mm -hmm. So it sounds so easy, mm -hmm. you know, like what you said. And maybe people listening, they might be, oh, yeah, it's so easy for you. But how about me? Right. My relationship right now, I don't even feel like looking at my husband right. in the eyes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it takes a lot of courage and desire to make it work. And like you said, if you want to make it work a little bit and, you, and he wants to make it work a little bit, that's something we can start right. with one little step. Right. And it goes from there. Yes. That's something to build on because there's so many other things 
that are underlining to get you to that good spot. I mean, there's, I mean, if you really want to dissect marriage, there is so many tiny, tiny pieces just to put together to get to this step mm -hmm. or that step. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to have willing, willingness and you've got to be willing to have an open mind because what your marriage used to be is probably not what your marriage is in this season. And if you're carrying over those expectations of your previous season, that's not going to work in your current season because it, you could have had a really good marriage and then one little bitty thing mm -hmm. went wrong. Mm -hmm. And it could destroy every bit of trust, every bit of faith that you had in your spouse. Well, guess what? Your marriage just completely changed. Your foundation just got rocked. Mm -hmm. And your foundation just got some cracks in it. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you're not going to have this whole piece of foundation that had all these perfections in it and didn't have any cracks. So you're going to have to start learning how to build your marriage from where you're at right. and not where you've been. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think a lot of times too, like a lot of marriages, um, their spouses were not pure when they got married. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times like things that we can bring from our past. It brings shame. It brings right. resentment into yeah. our marriage. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be careful to know that, you know what, when, when we get the Holy Ghost and when we're saved, that, you know what, one minute, one second, we're not, but in the other, we are. Two seconds apart, mm -hmm. right. but our life has changed. We have all of this, you know, sin and all this shame. But the moment that God saves us, guess what? That's gone. Mm -hmm. God covered it all. Mm -hmm. And it's the same way in our marriage. We have to learn to build where we are if we have hills and valleys in our marriage. And it's okay. And, you know, it's okay to start over. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's okay to start from a new point. Right. You know, you know what? It's so... Um... Everything that you have shared and that you've been talking about, it all goes back to the covenant relationship that you make with your partner. But not only are you making that covenant relationship with your partner, but you're making it with God. Mm -hmm. And so if God ordained that marriage, your trust is in God to work those things out. And a lot of people, you know, biblical is wonderful, but the practical steps that we are giving you, um, try it. You know, try what works for you, apply it to your life, and keep going. Like, say, for instance, you had touched bases earlier. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I wish my marriage was like yours. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of times you don't know what they had to go through to get to, to, that. Get to that point. Mm -hmm. I remember a young lady, she had came up to George and I, and she was like, oh, my goodness, Sister Harris, I want my marriage to be just like yours. This was our fifth year in marriage, and I had just we had just been in the office with the pastor saying we wanted to get a divorce. And I'm looking at her like, no, you don't. You want yours to be better than mine. So we have to be careful because what you see on the outside is not mm -hmm. always what's going on on the inside. Right. You pray that your marriage is in the will 
Uh, it, that your marriage is in, in, in God's will. You know, you want everything to be lined up according to the will of God. And then remember, for better or for worse, in sickness and in health, to death do us part. Okay, so you took those covenant vows. So when the issue hit, when the storm hits, apply it. Be still and be like, okay, Lord, I love this man. This is a man that you designed for my life. But the thing of it is, it's like you have to be in the right place to have that mindset. This man or this woman was ordained specifically for me. And so I love him. And, and the thing of it is, don't take it so personal when your spouse make a mistake. Right. And I, I think that's where we mess up. It's like when they make that mistake, it's like we want to shun them or we want to push them to the side. Or, well, how dare they do that to me or whatever. But if you ultimately have your spouse's best interest at heart, you would be able to empathize and you would be able to forgive because God forgives us. We're going to make mistakes over and over and over and God forgives us. So we should forgive our, our spouse in the same way. And I want you all to take some time. Whenever there's an issue that arises, you should even do it before on a piece of paper, write down the things that your spouse has done for you. That's been very, very good. Mm -hmm. And then the bad things, nine times out of 10, the good is going to be better than the bad. And that's what you lean on and God can make it better. But you have to put the work in, you know, you have to communicate. You cannot build that wall. That's the enemy's desire is to have you to build up that wall to cause division. So you won't grow and prosper. But marriage is work. What you put in is like a bank account, you know, as far as investing, what you put in, it's almost what you're going to get out. If you don't put nothing in, you're not going to get any additional money out. You know, you've got to really be intentional about building, you know, and pouring into it. That's so true. One thing I wanted to touch on, I think, Christy, you mentioned it also. Sometimes, whatever we went through in our past life, you know, we didn't come to God pure or whatever, those things can affect you mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, mm-hmm. Um, whether it was abuse or mm-hmm. anything, whatever you've done before you come into Christ, it affects you. Right. And sometimes you don't deal with it because of your shame. You push it away. Mm-hmm. You repress it deep down inside and you don't deal with it. And But it does manifest mm-hmm. itself in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's something you have to come to terms with. And sometimes... These things come up over time. Everything doesn't come up at the same time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you you know something happens and you get triggered. Right. Mm-hmm. That happened to me recently. We were in New York and my husband was playing around with me, and you know we came on on the bed or whatever, and it just took me back to yeah. a dark place mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. And he saw my change, the change in my face, and he was just playing around. He didn't mean yeah. anything by it. Mm-hmm. You know, he was loving on me. But it took me to a dark place and, and gave me flashbacks of something that wasn't pleasant that happened. Mm-hmm. And I had to deal with those emotions. And I had to deal with that hurt and that pain mm-hmm. and, and apologize to him. But we had to work through that together. Mm-hmm. You know, so those things are going to come up. If you had some scarring or some wounds or whatever it is from your past, don't be afraid to share that with your spouse. Let them know about those things. Be honest. Be open. And sometimes you may not even have the right words to explain how you're feeling. You might need a moment. Let mm-hmm. them know that. Right. Honey, I'm dealing with something right now. 
I just need to gather my thoughts or my feelings. I'm, I'm not trying to take anything out of you, but something is uncomfortable for me. And I just need to deal with that. And then you come back to them when it's a good time. Right. You know, moments later, an hour later, or maybe the next day, and you discuss that thing, whatever it is, wherever you are, you are and let them know, this is something I need to work on. Mm -hmm. This is something that is uncomfortable for me. I'm thinking it's because of this or that or whatever. And just talk it out. Mm -hmm. and work through it through prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. You know what, um, touching bases on what you just said in regards to the abuse, um, that's where it comes, understanding comes in. Yeah. And empathizing with your spouse. I was raped, and because I was raped, uh, it had an effect on my marriage. Right. Um, you know how sometimes some men want to touch in the middle of the night, and I'm like, oh, no. George don't do that because that brought back up the time when I was raped. Mm -hmm. And I thank God that he understood. You know, right. He understood and he worked with me until I was able to get past that phase. And right. so um, your marriage can be a beautiful thing, even if those things in the past has happened. Right. All you have to do is communicate and take baby steps, you know, right. really be intentional about um, being there for your spouse because yes. um, when things like that happen, they're confused too. And it's hard yeah. on them because they want to please you, right. but they can't please you because they're thinking about what has happened to them right. in the past. And so right. it's so much going on in their mind um, at that moment yes. that can cause so much confusion, yes. you know, in the marriage. And then the anger may come out towards you when it really isn't towards you. You know, it's, it's like you really, with marriage, you really, really, really have to have patience and the love, the love is unconditional, but you really, really have to be intentional about sitting down and understanding and working through. You can't be quiet. You right. cannot be right. quiet. Yes. You, the silence have to be broken because your spouse cannot, read cannot your read your they mind. Can, that's right. exactly what I was saying. They cannot read your mind. No. And it's not fair to them. You know, if they don't know what's going on with you, it's not fair to them, you know, to get the brunt of your emotions. Sometimes it can be anger. It's not fair if they don't know what's going on, if they don't know how to handle it. And then once they find out that there is something going on within you, maybe you two, within you, the both of you all together, um, go to counseling. Because if right. you don't know how to work through that particular issue, right. if you don't know how to help your spouse with that issue, go to marriage counseling. Yes. Find a, a Christian marriage counselor that you know that you can confide in and trust. Yes. And um, seek guidance. Right. Definitely. And, and you know if this, I don't know if this counts as counseling, mm -hmm. but this week, um, it was so funny because sometimes it's hard to open up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you don't know how to say things. And my husband continuously, he tells me, I need you in the bed. Like, I miss you when, when you're not in the bed. Now that I have my own business, sometimes I have to stay up late at mm -hmm. least one or two nights a week. And we have discussed this. Mm -hmm. But he still struggles with that. Mm -hmm. and, and the other day, he called me. And I was working. He called me. He was getting out of work. I'm a coach. <laughs> so for some reason, um, I started to talk to him like a coach. Hey, I, I answered the phone. I answered the phone. Like, this is Coach Jamie. How can I help you? <laughs> so my husband goes, oh, 
I want to talk to a coach and um, I would like to, you know, I would like to discuss something that is going on in my marriage. <laughs> and he opened up. Right. Like he, I was speaking like, you know, role play. Yeah. And it, it actually works for that. And, yeah. and he started saying, well, I have a problem because sometimes my wife doesn't go to sleep when I go to sleep. <laughs> and I need her to touch and do whatever yeah. and she's not there. And, and I'm like, okay, sir, but have you had a conversation or a communication? Like, why isn't she there? Do you understand the reason so behind awesome. it? And, yes. and we just started going back and forth. He opened up and he continued to explain that I, he wants me by mm-hmm. him every night. Yeah. But then me as a coach, I started saying, maybe, sir, you're not understanding that she has, you know, some things that have to be taken care of right away. Maybe you need to discuss that. You need to have communication. No, 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 no. She needs to understand. So he was talking to me. <laughs> Long story Lovely. short is, you know, role play might help too. Oh, yeah. To have some counseling yes. Yes. and play it as a coach, as a, right. you know. But open up, yes. speak up. And you know what? That day, He's, he, he said it again. He reminded me. So now I'm being more mindful. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. kind of like nudged me and, and say, you know, Jamie, let's, you know, I don't like it when you're not in bed. So I'm trying to be more mindful about mm-hmm. that this week, mm-hmm. especially. I mean, like, okay, so mm-hmm. I'm making That's sure good. that I'm in That's bed. Really good. And it helps. Right. So it's just exactly. little tricks and things that yeah. we can do to make it work I if agree. we want to. I agree. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. This has been so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we could just keep on talking about mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. but we have had a lot. I don't know. This is what four maybe yeah. episodes. And, and um, I think this just will help the ones that don't have it all together, or it's yeah. not being perfect mm-hmm. for them, yes. because we understand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we try to be positive and bring positive yes. solutions. That doesn't mean that you know we are in a world of you know Alice and and. And, and how you say and uh, Wonder wonderful Man. wonder man mm-hmm. right. it's not not everything is rainbows and butterflies yes right. we go through it but you know what it has worked for us in the moment that we needed it so yeah. that's why we're sharing mm-hmm. and yes if everything is not perfect for you right now well let's try let's try to make it work mm-hmm. because it's work mm-hmm. you know so eventually um our kids are going to leave the home mm-hmm. the nest and who are we going to have by our side when we're old and right. all, you know it will be beautiful just to have that man that we have shared so many years mm-hmm. and be able to hold hands and maybe kiss and that feet just yes. holding on. Yes, yes, it's all right. A special person by our side right. when, you know, possibly nobody else is, is right. there. And the one that has been with us through it all. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that loved us in the moments when we wasn't our prettiest or growing right. up mm-hmm. or right. we were going through, you know, our hard times. Mm-hmm. The one that stood beside us and encouraged us and helped us. Right. You know, and the mm-hmm. same for us, you know. But I think if you have a, a spouse that encourages you, you encourage them. Right. You know, pay it forward. You right. know, it's, it's a bouncing ball. Right. You know, you just keep hitting the ball back and forth in each other's court. And you grow, you know, even one of the things that we had talked about, talked about on one of the episodes when we were talking about um, the weekly heart touch, um, I had mentioned that we journal. Well, one of the things that is another benefit of journaling is that you can go back and see how far you've grown. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's so yeah. awesome. Because you can see like, oh, well, here's our starting point. We started here. Wow, 
look how far we've come, you know, we've come through all of this and look how um, much stronger our marriage, our relationship, our communication, um, our intent, right. you know, because um, I think it was you that had told me if you do something um, for 21 days, it becomes a habit. Yes. Okay. You sit with your spouse, you know, a few minutes. I mean, it, and for a lot of people, what is a 15 second kiss for me <laughs> and my husband could be just, it may be hard for you to sit down and just be like, well, how was your day? And you might even do that with a little attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, you may not even be ready for even having that conversation. But putting forth that effort just a little bit every day will create and build something quicker and faster than what you think. So, you know, just a, just a nugget for keeping your journal, you know, close because it serves many benefits. Because when you live life and you're working at something every single day, sometimes you don't see a daily change or a daily result. But when you go back and look at where we started, you can see how much you've actually grown. And we have to keep in mind, too, that strong families, strong marriages, and strong churches. Absolutely. So, and that's the goal. You know, mm -hmm. we want to be able to have a strong church yes. that we're able to spread the gospel, the yes. word of God. And, and we need to be strong for that. You know, right. in a world like it is today, we need strong families. Right. We need strong marriages right. so that as a church, we can create a big impact that's because people point. need it out there. Right. And our children need that. Yeah. Our children right. need that because they're the next generation. Yes. And so they need to have, like I think Sister Denise talked about it, they need to have that example, you know, set in front of them, you know, to where they know what a godly home looks like, you know, and how love should be expressed and, you know, what just true love. Because my kids are so loving. Like, they love to just come up and hug me and I hug them, you know. But it's because they see their father right. and how loving and caring he is. <laughs> but he's not only loving and caring to me, he's loving and caring to our daughters, Right. And he has set the standard in front of our son, Kingston, to where if Kingston's not, or if Jamie's not even with me, Kingston opens my door. Oh, not because he's been taught, but he's been set that example. Mm -hmm. So they learn and they watch from what has been in front of them. So, um, and you know what? Allow your kids to tell you, get a room. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I hear that from Amy and Johan all the time. Ew, get a room. Yeah. You know what? Ew, it's okay. That's right. They need to see it. That's so true. Yeah. They need to see us model for them what a healthy marriage should be. Mm -hmm. And even if it wasn't always healthy, mm -hmm. them seeing it ending the right way is the best gift you can give them for life because they're all going to go out there in the world and experience relationships for themselves. So we want to show them the best. So people out there, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep on trying. Keep on pressing. Keep on praying and fasting. And I promise you, only good things will come to you. We want to thank Christy so much for coming. You have been such a remarkable blessing. Mm -hmm. uh, we have such great content. Um, yeah. And thank you so much for all the things that you have given to us today. Nuggets for life. I love it. I thank love you. it. And I'm going to start implementing them. I know these ladies are going to do oh, that yes. as well. <laughs> So we thank you all for joining us for, our, uh, I think, our final episode. We'll see. We might bring it back another time. Who knows? <laughs> um, but for now, we thank you. 
Well, we are girl, girl change your clothes. Bye-bye.